Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us today on the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm so excited that you guys decided to listen in today, and I hope you guys enjoy what my guest has to say. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hear Me Out podcast. I'm your host, Finley Evans, and today I have a long overdue podcast um, with my brother, Whit Evans. What up? Hopefully we have him back on more in the future, but we'll just start with... Oh lord. Yeah. Well, I'm a little bit offended that I haven't been asked sooner to be on your podcast. I have... Asked, just not. Hey, let's do it this day. Don't listen to her. Just kind of like out of the blue. This better get the most views. Okay. Um. (laughs) That's not what. Okay. Anyways, we need to have you on more future podcasts, hopefully. But we'll start with today's. And before we get into everything, we're gonna get into. um, I have to ask you the um, the few questions that I ask everybody that comes on this podcast. How have you most evidently seen God working in your life? Hmm. Well, uh, I would say for me, it's been recently just, but uh, he's, you know, become more evident. Um, just yeah, he's, there's been a lot of relationship growth. I feel like personally for me <clears throat> and, um, yeah. I, I think kind of, I've started a new way of studying the Bible. That's been, um, very helpful for me. And, uh, it's basically, I started this back in January and, uh, props to Courtney, our father (laughs) who gave me this idea, um, to listen. Well, okay. Actually I took, I twisted his idea and morphed it into my own. So the idea or the, I, I guess what I do is, um, I listen. So like I, I started reading, uh, in the book of John in January and then I just started in Matthew, and I'm just going to go through all of the New Testament. But um, I, I, so when I open up my Bible in the morning and I go to whatever chapter I'm on, I usually try and read like two or three chapters in the morning. I'll open up the Bible app, and I'll put in my AirPods, and uh, I'll will, I will listen along as I'm reading. And uh, it's helped me pick up a lot of details that I've never picked up before. Um, and funny enough, like those small details have like spoken to me and it's it's been stuff I've needed to hear that I've never heard before. Um, and, and actually it's just been cool because there's small details that I would have, I've never learned or heard before that I picked up that I'm like, wow, that's actually really cool. Um, and so it's actually kind of just been the way that I've started to study, uh, the Bible that has where, where he's become more evident in my life. Yeah, um, that's cool. So many things just went through my head as you said that. But it's cool, like, interviewing you also as your sister because I've seen that play out in your life. Like, um, this was a few weeks ago at dinner, and you were talking about, like, you know, today I was reading how, like, it was so cool when, like, um, they came to find Jesus before they were going to crucify him, and they were like... Do you want me to tell it? Yeah, 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 you tell it. Yeah, no, it was really cool. Something I never heard before. And maybe I'm taking it, I don't know. But I read it, and I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome. But, um, well, I mean, the story, I mean, it's all a part of the the story, so it's not sad or whatever. It's all just a part of the story. But um, it was when Judas um, was going to basically sell Jesus out to, um, you know, the Pharisees and whoever. They were were looking for Jesus, and so they they were going to pay Judas to tell him where Jesus is at. And so um, they go to find Jesus, and um, they ask, you know, are you Jesus of Nazareth? And uh, he stands up and he says, you know, I am he. And, um, but it says when he stands up and says, I am he, they, it says that they all fell back. 
Yeah. And so just that small detail, like if you can imagine being there and, you know, he stands up and says, I am he. And then they you, they're just, they, they're, and I don't know if it literally means they fell back or if they just like were, you know, stood back in awe. I don't know how you take that, but it is a small detail to kind of think, you know, think about and be like, wow, I've never thought about that story that way. So it's yeah. just the small details that I would have, I would have read that and not thought about it twice. Um, but to listen to it, I pick up on that detail and I'm kind of imagining it playing out in my head and I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. I even read today that, and this might be a big detail that I'm like, everybody's like, oh, I knew that, you know, and I had no idea. But um, it was at the end of Matthew in chapter 28 when um, it, Jesus was crucified and the two robbers were crucified with him. And it says that when um, he cried out to God, the veil tore and one thing that it mentioned is, and I wrote it, I wrote it down. So let me, let me find it. Um, it says many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. So that means more like Jesus wasn't the only one who um, was raised from the dead. It says that many saints who had been, who had fallen asleep were raised and so that was something I'd never picked up on before. I mean, it's one line, it's one whatever, but to imagine that, I mean, if you if you imagine, um, you know, the veil tore, and if you can imagine you were just, I mean, you had been a part of the crucifixion of Jesus, and then you see the veil had torn, and you're seeing, um, uh, you know, people who had been dead raised to life. I mean, you would have to, you know, take a minute and think, wow, you know, that's <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Um, and it's funny that you started talking about, like, a new way of studying the Bible because I actually started a new way of, like, reading and studying the Bible. Um, and I've been, like, I start calling it studying the Bible because before this I was reading it, and yes, I was thinking about it, but now I'm, like, studying it. And it's, like, actually my language arts teacher told me this because we're reading these stories and we have a reading quiz after every one and everybody in our class was like not doing good on them. And she was like, guys, it's simple. After every story, you just need to ask yourself the questions, who, what, when, where, why, how? So I started reading the Bible and then after answering those questions in a journal, who, mm -hmm. what, when, where, why, how? And it just makes me process the information mm -hmm. and what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, and then when you said, um, imagine being a part of Jesus's crucifixion. So recently, um, a, just a few weeks ago, I was at the Creation Museum, and there was this video, and they call it, like, artis artistic, like, thinking of the Bible, because it was the ark, and, like, mm -hmm. art. so mm -hmm. just kind of imagining what it was like back then, and it was, like, them interviewing a, the Roman soldier that was, like, one of the people that nailed him to the cross, and he was, like, like, after the resurrection, he was, like, we nailed him to the cross, just explaining everything that happened. He was, like, and I was in awe. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know what I did. Like, mm -hmm. like I was so confused. And so you saying that, it's, like, yeah, like, it's just, it was just so crazy. And I, I've never heard what you just said about the details that all the saints rise up. Now that you say that, I think I've heard that before, but I've never, like, processed it. Mm -hmm. So it's just crazy, all the small details mm -hmm. that make the big story. Yeah, it is cool. It's something that I've, it's just the small things that I go through and I read and I'm like, oh, wow. You know, that's something yeah. I've never picked up on before. And I've, I've read the story. I've heard it a hundred times, but when I sit down and I listen, cause I, I'm pretty sure I'm like ADHD and whatever else, you know, I probably have it all. <laughs> and, um, I get distracted yeah. when I try and sit down and read something. My mind wants to go everywhere else. 
And so forcing myself to listen to it helps me to visualize the story and, and pick up on right. things that I'd never heard before. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, so moving on to the next question. It is, what is your favorite Bible verse and why? Ha, huh. okay, this is something I came across um, recently, and I dropped my Bible up, like right before we started, so I missed the passage, but let me pull it up. Um, it is John, let's see here, sorry, uh, John chapter 16, I've got it right here. Do you? Yes, okay. <laughs> John chapter 16, verse 33, and it's, uh, it's, it's the last part of chapter, or verse 33, that uh, really spoke to me, and I, thought, I think it's just such a powerful statement. So um, the, full, the full verse is John, chap, or, yeah, John chapter 16, verse 33. It says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace, and the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Um, and that's such a bold statement for somebody to say, in the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. It helps you to kind of be like all, all the worries and all the anxieties that you have in your daily life to be like, hold on a second. You know, I take heart. Like, he's already overcome the world. He's already overcome every problem that I could ever run into. Right. You know, so. Um, and that helps because I struggle a lot with um, worrying. Worrying about work. Worrying about whatever the whatever situation I may be into. And so that brings me peace. Which is another mm-hmm. thing that I think if I could, if you could go back to the question that was like, how have you seen, you know, God working, what was it evidently in your life? Something yeah. like that. Um, one thing that uh, in Sunday school, I have one of my um, Sunday school teachers, Trace Dorner, Dorner um, he did <clears throat> a lesson about peace and um, it was about um, the peace that passes all understanding. Um, and so that's actually what I've turned my prayers into my like prayer requests is, um, to start praying over people, praying a peace that passes all understanding. Cause that can apply to any situation, whether it's, um, somebody has been diagnosed with breast cancer or somebody has lost someone in their family is just to pray that God provides them the peace that passes all understanding. It's, it's something we can't comprehend right. that how, how he can give it to them or how, whatever, Um, but we know he can. And so I've been turning my prayers into that, you know, whether it's for the church or for our leadership or for whatever, it's just, can you, you know, God, can you give them the peace that passes all understanding? Yeah. Um, that's really cool. So first of all, oh, I was, you were talking about, um, worrying and things like that Mm -hmm. and how he has just overcome the world. Um, it's, Literally today, I, I like was listening to somebody else's podcast, and this girl was talking about the these problems that she had been through, and I started worrying, what if that happens to me one day? And literally the second that thought entered my mind, I just go, like, it's something that I don't need to worry about for a really long right. time. And so I literally told myself, like, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Um, and it's just You're going to so, make it far. Yeah. You're going to make it far. Don't worry. You're well, going to make it far. What do you mean? Just you have nothing to worry about. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but it was just it was about something so random, and I just started worrying about it. And I was like, "This is stupid. Like, I don't." Need it to worry is, about yeah. This. No, and that's a lot. That's a big thing. Is like you just have to kind of, like, um, you know, accept it. <clears throat> accept it, but also just kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, that we were put on this earth for one reason, and that was to glorify God. 
Right. And so if we wake up every day with that mindset of like, you know what, it doesn't matter what I run into today as long as I keep my what's what's important to God and what's important to me, which is in glor- glorifying him in everything that I do. But just waking up and being like that, you know, what, that's my purpose. And if you keep that your purpose, everything else will fall in line. Right. And that's that's um, been true for me. And I think it's true for everybody. If, if you know that, you know, like I, if I'm going to wake up today and choose to, you know, make sure that my priority is to spend time. Um, in prayer and, and the word and to glorify God, then everything else should fall into line because he's going to give me that peace and that wisdom that I prayed for and everything else, he, he will give it to me and it will just, everything will fall into line. Yeah. Not saying that everything's perfect and fixed, but, um, you know, there's so many times in the Bible that God says, um, you know, seeking you shall find, knock and the door will be open to you, you know, pray. Like he just, he, he wants you to come to him with, with all your worries and with all your needs and and everything, and so I've been like, okay, well, then I will. I'll yeah. write them all down, and I'll pray them, and and so I have, and, and I mean, everything that I have prayed for recently, which is um, a lot, um, all of it has been answered in one way or another, and his timing, it's it's all worked out, so. Yeah, uh, I also heard today somebody on, a pod, on another podca- podcast say, um, like, I'm going to wake up today, and how are you talking about, like, glorifying God? That's all we were put on this earth to do. You know, you can be worried all you want about what's going to happen to you today or, like, are you going to be okay if you go and do this? Um, And everybody's goal at the end of the day should just be, you know what, if all I want to do is that one day when I'm sitting in front of Jesus in heaven, I want him to be able to say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. Like, that's all that I want to hear. That's what everybody should be working towards, you know? Um, and then also today you were talking about like, you know, that's what I'm going to pray for. You know, you were just kind of like, it was just kind of like in your mind. That's that what, that's what you're going to pray for for some reason in my head. So this week it has now been four times that I've heard the same passage in four different places. And I was like, okay, like, is this God, you know, trying to tell me something? So I started reading over that passage, you know, and I'm just reading it over and over again. And it's like, you don't know where you're going to be in scripture. You know, you could be like, well, this is my plan, but then he takes you somewhere else. It's like, it's okay if you're reading one passage for, you know, several days. It's just, are you in the word, you know? Um, And I think he is trying to speak to me. And it's actually the um, passage about Samuel and Eli. And when he's sleeping and um, God tells Eli to get up and, or Samuel to get up and he runs to Eli and is like, yes. And he's like, go lie down. I didn't call you. And it happens three times. And then he's finally like, um, next time that happens, just like sit up and say like, I'm your servant. Like, like speak yes, Lord, to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it's just such a cool passage and that's like, that's what I want to be like. (laughs) Yeah, I know. In bed in the middle of the night and you hear your name and you're like, who's calling me? Right. Like I've thought, I mean, all those things, there's so many stories that I'm like, can you imagine if that really happened? Right. Um, there was one I read recently. It was in Matthew two. Um, and it was about, and I've heard the story a hundred times, but I, it's not one that you sit down in, in Sunday school and like, they're going to share with you. Right. Um, and it was about, um, when I, I don't, I think it was a tax collector. I can't remember, or maybe it was a Pharisee or something came up, um, to one of Jesus's disciples and says, does your, um, rabbi not pay taxes or something? Mm -hmm. And, um, it basically was like, I, and I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like, um, Simon Peter. I I can't remember. And, um, his response was basically like, uh, let me go check. Like, I'll go Mm -hmm. ask Jesus. And, 
he went up to him, and Jesus' response was something like, um, do the do the kings, it was like something like, do the kings of the earth have to pay taxes, or have to right. pay for their, whatever, you know, their and their kingdom? Um, and, but he said, but go and cast your net, and the first fish that you will pick up will have a shekel in its mouth, and you can, that, you know, I and can't. it's like... For a second, it's like, hold on. Can you imagine if that really happened? It's like, yeah. I mean, it did happen, but can you imagine if you, if that was you, like you went and cast your net and you pull a coin out of, or coins or whatever Mm -hmm. out of this fish? You know, it's just those stories like that where you you take a minute and you're like, wow. That's such a God moment. Yeah, like there was just, there's so many things that happened back then. Yeah, I heard mom say the other week, it was like, um, she was like, man, if you think about it, Jesus was like a rebel. Cause like what you just said, like he asked if he's going to pay taxes and he's like, well, go get this fish and there'll be money in his mouth, you know? Yeah. Um, but like there was like a leper, like a man with like leprosy or something mm-hmm. and Jesus was going to heal it and it was on the Sabbath and he was like, um, are you going to, yeah, I read that like, today. Yeah. He I was like, are you going to heal him? And he, Jesus was like. And just heals him. And mama, my mom was like, he was like a rebel. They asked him and he was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do it. Like, t- I don't care. Yeah, yeah. He said something like, um, I, I remember it. Uh, well, I can't remember it. That's why I'm saying that. Um, he, it was his response um, was something um, like, would you, it was something strong. Like it was something quick, like something about like, um, is it lawful? I, I can't remember what his response was. But what was interesting to me at, was the end of that story, if you catch it, it says he, he told the man after he healed him, he said, go, and but do not tell anybody that I did this to you. Mm-hmm. And I always wondered, like, why why was that? Um, but then I in my study section of the Bible, I, I went down and read because I'm like, that's so weird. But it says that, you know, he went anyways and he told everybody. Right. And he couldn't go into the city that he was going to go into because it says that people were coming out of every quarter to come see him like everybody they, and I, and I realized today, I didn't really think about it before, but his, like his fame across was just, it was huge. And I didn't realize that. I mean, he was, it says uh, there's just so many things that refer back to how crowded places would get and right. how full and how, and so like, it, I just thought that was something interesting too at the end of that story. Um, but no, it is, it is, he, he didn't care. He was going to do it. Yeah. It's crazy to think about like a lot of people are just like, well, it's a Bible story. Yes. It, it's like a story that we like, oh, like I'm going to go read a Bible story to Hannah and Damien, which are our little siblings. Um, but it's like, no, that like actually happened, you know, right. like that, that was real. It was like, um, the other day there was like a free Morgan Wallen concert, but you had to stand in line for the tickets, but they were yeah, free. And it was music. like a three-hour what? I said, yeah, country music. Yeah. Oh. Um, and there was like a three-hour line wrapped around the building. No, it wasn't three hours. I don't know how long it was, but it was wrapped around the building three times, the line. And it's like, well, that's how people were for Jesus. Like, they just, so many people, it just became flooded to see him. Right. You know? Um, yeah, no, it was crazy. Yeah, that it's is crazy. crazy. Okay, so the next question is, what is your testimony and, like, how did you come to know Jesus? Um, well, I've been asked this question a lot and, um, or not like people are always asking me, but I feel like I have to fill things out. Like I just had to fill it out recently for something for church. Like it asked what my testimony was. 
Um, and I, um, I've always had to think about it because I was like, you know what, really what happened is like when I was probably six or seven, I can't even remember exactly what age I was. Um, I know I came to mom and dad. I said, I wanted to be saved. I wanted to be baptized. I did the whole thing. Um, but really not until the last year or two years has my relationship with God, um, been something that I would, I would be like, um, like from, I mean, probably from seven to, you know, 12 or whatever, um, you know, I was always kind of like, you know, yeah, I'm saved. Yeah, I'm saved. Um, but then there were a couple of years just in my teenage that I, you know, like early teenage years that I really was not reading the Bible. I was going to church. Um, and I believed that, um, you know, Jesus was real, of course, and all that, but I, I wasn't invested. I didn't have a relationship with him. Um, truly I wasn't praying. I wasn't whatever. So, um, really it hasn't become real to me until probably the last two years, I would say. Um, but my testimony, I would say what led me to believe or, or, you know, to, um, be saved and have this relationship started back. Um, when I was really young, I was probably, I think I was six years old when, um, mom and dad took me and Hudson, um, and you might've been a baby to, um, dinner with our aunt. And, um, that night we were driving home and, um, mom and dad had asked us, are you okay with your cousin to come and live with you or come to live with us for a while? And I, you know, we were like, yeah, of course. Um, and that turned into us adopting Caden, who's in Honduras right now on a mission trip. Um, along with his three other siblings yep. over the cro- over the past you know eight years, um, Jordan, Hannah, and Damien, um, and so watching mom and dad um, you know bring them in was huge. But there were several things. I mean, I remember the first time hearing Caden call mom and our mom and dad, mom and dad, and and those you know, it, and when you hear that, you're like, oh wow, you know, like I've not yeah. heard that before. And I remember. Like, for you, it might be different because you kind of always grew up with it and you didn't really know any different. Right. Um, but for me to, like, hear that and, and be like, oh, you know, this is real. This is forever. This isn't mm-hmm. temporary. Um, it was, it it rocked my world in a good way and in a way that I didn't know how to process, you know, right. when I was younger. And so, but watching our parents um, be be a mom and dad to, um, you know, them who, who they didn't have a mom and dad there. Right. Um, was really cool. Um, and they are incredible. They They are are amazing for that. Um, they love them and they love us so well. Um, and so watching that has been kind of the biggest thing I think for me. And that's what drew me in to be like, um, what, cause I didn't understand how they could do this. How could they do that? Like how, how, not how could they, but in a way of like how, um, how can they handle it? Not, not even that more of like, just how, like what makes them want to do that? Like what right. is driving them to be like, this is what What's we their need motivation. to do. Right. Like, right. Like what, what makes them know in their heart that this is the right thing is really, I guess what I'm getting at. And, um, and for them it was because they knew that that's what God had called them to. And so, um, that really is, um, what drew me in. Um, and yeah. so, you know, now we are here Caden came in when he was six and he's 19, almost 20. I mean, it's been a long time. He's 20. No, he's 19. No, he's 19. 
Um, and it's been a really long time and it's been a, a crazy journey and our family's just grown. I mean, we went from two to four to six to seven to, um, you seven. know, all these kids and, um, you know, so that's been really cool, but really I haven't had a relationship. I think my relationship has, well, my relationship with God and yeah, what really in the last two years. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Uh, and yes, I do remember like some of that, like, uh, of course not Caden because he came when I was three months old. Um, but, and, but I remember Jordan coming and being in me being like, cause he's my age. Mm-hmm. He's not even a whole year older than me. And just me being like, why do I have to share all my toys and all these things with this, yeah. with him, you know? Um, but then, you know, we became best friends um, right. when we were as, we I mean, we older. can't imagine life without him. Right. Exactly. It's just the way it's just, it um, is, it's how we've grown up. Yeah. And then I also started thinking about this as you started talking about, you know, your faith journey and how nobody Really, nobody knows this, but I, this podcast wouldn't be here without you. I mean, when <laughs> when I said I wanted to start a podcast, you like got online and you were like, "How do you post podcasts?" Yeah, like I, this you podcast, did, you posted I was like, it day one. I was like, "How do we get this on Spotify, Apple right. Music, everywhere? We gotta we gotta set this up, Finley." And I want ten percent commission off of whatever you do. <laughs> no, that's literally what he said. Those were his <laughs> words, and it happened that night. So if she becomes the next Sadie Robertson, <laughs> well, we were decorating. This is our verbal I remember. contract. Well, yes, it is. Um, we were we were decorating the Christmas tree that night, and we were all sitting in the living room, and I was like, Mom, I'm on Spotify now. And she was like, cool. Like, she didn't even – and then a few days later, she was like, wait, can I listen to this shit? No, nobody but no. you really knew what was happening. And That's then I, my friends started getting in on it, and it's just where we are today. Who it's was your first podcast? Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Maybe Morton. Yep. It's been like six months. Let's see, October, November, December, January, February, March. Six months. And you've been very consistent with it. It's, I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. You never know. But it's something that you've really taken on. A lot of my brothers, I've job. got five brothers. A lot of them told me, you're not going to keep up with it. It's not going to. Not me. I knew it. That's why I said 10% commission. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, some of my other brothers were like, you're not going to keep up with this for a week. And I was like, whatever. Um, but now I've got my them booked through summer so good look at me good um and we have some very big people coming on within the next few months that's exciting it is am i in any of them yeah you are okay um so that is exciting okay moving on to we still have questions go um what is it to remember so you kind of talked about it a little bit um that you've you run a company, two companies. Well, yeah, just one. One, just one. Um, you run one company. Um, so, what is it import? Like, what's important to remember um, as a leader of any sort of company? Oh well, as a leader, um, I mean that's one of the most important roles. I mean, really, wherever you are um, in a company, being if you're if you're over people or if you're over a organization or or whatever a division. Um, setting the example is probably one of the most important things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, you've, you've got to be able to set an example for the people that work for you, um, to show them kind of what you expect, um, and being willing to, um, jump in on the things that you task to your people as, is, is being right. a leader. Um, but 
Yeah, so one, it's one company. We, uh, our father, Courtney Evans, uh, has two companies, and um, we have one. It, it's all fire safety stuff. I don't know if you want me to get into this or not. It's fine. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. Um, it's fire safety company. So one does um, hood uh, installation, so like kitchen exhaust systems that are in restaurants and hospitals and schools. It's the thing that sits over all the cooking equipment um, and removes all the cooking effluent from the kitchen, uh, the exhaust. And uh, so we install those systems, and then we also provide the uh, cleaning services and um and then the other business does the fire suppression and fire extinguishers so uh, my side is the hood installation and um cleaning side the maintenance side um and so um i started that about two and a half years ago um i came on and um there was uh it was just it had kind of plateaued for probably about 10 years it had been um, it wasn't declining. It was just at the same growth rate. Like, or It had no growth. It was just at the same rate we had been going for about 10 years. Um, and I actually had been working at Chick-fil-A. And um, I always was like, man, I wonder why like, the kids of the owner of this Chick-fil-A aren't involved. Like, I would be all over that. Like, If it was my dad running a yeah. Chick-fil-A, I even, funny story, I even got Courtney to apply to be an operator uh, at, for Chick-fil-A because I was mm-hmm. like, I'm getting him in here. And uh, he went through an application process and an interview process and whatever. Um, and as soon as they found out that he runs another business, they said no because he needed to be able to focus full-time on the Chick-fil-A. So um, then I was like, well, you know what? Then maybe I'll stop working at Chick-fil-A and I'll jump in on what he's got going on because I was doing the same thing. I wasn't mm-hmm. involved at all in what our dad had going on. And, yeah, he ran a business. So um, I jumped in, and, um, and it's, it's been really awesome. Um, it's been a really neat experience. I, um, have learned so much. Um, I, our dad is such an entrepreneur. He is. Um, and he's been, he's had this thing for 22 years. And so we're kind of on this new, um, path towards growth. Um, that's really, really exciting. A lot of good things in the future. Um, and we're doing so many big project stuff. You know, things that we haven't ever done before that is uh, really exciting. It's new and fun stuff. So, um, but yeah, being a leader is just um, setting the example for your people, being willing to jump in when you need to jump in. Mm -hmm. Um, But also being able, it's a lot of problem solving and creating systems and streamlining processes so that, you know, things flow. It's all, it's all a flow. So yeah, um, it's a lot of problem solving. It's a lot of putting out fires. It's a lot of drinking out of a fire hose, Um, but it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I remember the day that that sparked. I was sitting in Dad's office because our old dog, Hunter, he always sat in my Dad's office. Mm-hmm. And I was petting him or I was doing stamps and labels. I don't know. And I remember you coming in and you started writing on the whiteboard all these ideas. And Dad was like, are you in? And That's you were like, I'm, I'm in. A, I'm, a, I'm a lot. I, I use a lot of whiteboard. Yes. Uh, I just have to get my brain out onto a whiteboard. No, but yeah, I told him, I was like, why don't you do this? And why don't you do that? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, yeah. he, uh, he, he kind of had gotten it to the point where he wasn't really having to run anything on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, which was nice for him. And that's what he had wanted. Um, and lucky for him, I've got him looped back into a lot and I've given him a lot to do. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good. I think he enjoys it. It's a lot of new stuff. Um, so this, 
because um, our main gig was doing the actual cleanings, and then we, um, you know, throughout the last year, have been working on this installation that has really become kind of our primary focus. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, bringing in these huge, expensive exhaust systems and hanging them in all sorts of buildings and stuff has been a fun challenge, um, to say the least. Um, but I've got a really good team, and I couldn't do it without them. Um, yeah. That's how we're able to make this happen. Is I've, I've found... Um, and not really I have found, I've been lucky that God has brought these people into my life, but they're key people who play really important roles that help, um, our growth. And I couldn't do it without them. Couldn't do it alone. Yeah. Um, it's just, you are just such a, um, go-getter. Like, Hmm. I mean, even with things that aren't your own, like my podcast, like you're going to help people. Um, you've got such a just helpful heart. And, um, you know, serving and thrive at church and just doing all the, which is our special needs ministry at church. Shout out thrive. Um, yes. And Valeria Lobo. Best ministry at First Baptist Church Woodstock. For real. And she actually has been on this podcast before. Valeria? Yeah. She rocks. She does. Um, and. She's like our eighth sibling. She, she really is. And She's slash our mom. Oldest sister. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for you though, you're, you're all are closer in age, but I she's mean, we like, still got mom. probably, what is she? Don't. Probably got seven yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Probably got about seven years. So, no, she's really like an older sister to all of us. She is. Um, she's great. Uh, she does an excellent job. She really does, if you ever need a it. sitter. No, no I'm busy. saying she does such an excellent job. Oh, yeah, thrive. thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but looping back into what I was saying was in my, like, home life, like, I'm not, like, I don't know. Not like that I'm, like, this super different person at home. It's just in my home life, um, wit is just I don't have an older sister, you know, to go to or anything like that. Um, But I have wit, so he, like, I go to him for everything, and, like, we get into the same shows, which actually I always get ahead of him. But, you know. Yeah, I cannot watch a show with Finley. She (laughs) she cannot wait for me. She has to get ahead. She's, like. And um, we start a show, and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, she's telling me about something that happened. I'm like, what season are you in? We started this yesterday, and she's in season four. I'm like, I'm never watching a show with you again. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. Um, anyways, he's just my older mentor home person, so. Thanks. I'm glad. Yeah. We have a good time. Okay, we still got many questions to answer. I knew after good. the first question took ten minutes. This is going to be the record podcast, longer than Granny's. That's long. Yeah. She's a talka. She is. In hopefully, a good way. She, hopefully she listens to way. this. Oh, she will. She listens. I, te- I was texting her today because Papa's going to be on it, too. I talk to her about every day. That's fun. She's great. <laughs> she is. Okay. So, um, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. So, how, like, we've kind of talked about this, but what is your, like, daily walk with the Lord look like? Like, the, um motivation and the discipline and having him in your life like not when I I don't necessarily like the word discipline when it comes to like because I don't want it to be like a check off the box but like yeah just a part of your day so like what is my routine right um well uh it changes but what's been consistent probably for the last three months is um I, tr- I make it a thing of, like, for me, it used to be, it's easy to, if you get out of, like, not reading it, to be like, I don't have the time to. I, where do I fit it into my mm-hmm. day? I can't, do I have to wake up at four now to start doing, you know, it's like, um, because as you, like, now I've got this job that's, like, you know, um, takes up a lot of my time, 
um, and I'm at the office all day. And so, um, but I've had to create a routine. So I usually do it really, really early in the morning. Um, and, um, but I, uh, I get up and my routine is to, um, gotta have coffee. Can't not read nothing without coffee. I can hear your coffee machine go off every morning from yes. my room. Yes. Um, so coffee and, um, and then I, right now I'm just going through the new Testament. Um, and I'm just going to go and read and, 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 you know, pray that, you know, what I'm reading or, or where I'm, where I'm reading will continue to speak to me. But, um, I try to read in between like three and four chapters a day, but like I said, I read and then I open up my Bible app on my phone and I put in my AirPods and I listen to what I read and I follow along. Um, and then once I'm done with that, um, I usually like to journal a little bit. Um, it could be a prayer or something that I read, or I, that's where I write down my prayer request and I pray over them. Um, I've kind of got the ones that you like. I always pray for certain things, you know? And so, um, I usually just spend some time in prayer, but that's kind of my routine. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a great routine to What's yours? be in. Um, mine is, so it depends on my day because... I go to school two days a week, and then I have school at home the other three days. So on a Sunday, um, I usually do just, I mean, church, and then I do a podcast. So I study through passages for that, and that's kind of like my Sunday mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then Monday, I read through it on my own, mornings. Um, and on Mondays, I usually do morning and evening, like one chapter in the morning and then two chapters in the evening. Is your mic? Can you hear? Okay. Um, and then on Tuesdays and Fridays, so that's my Monday routine is same routine for Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. But Tuesday, Friday, I wake up at early, earlier than, um, you know, just to make sure I have enough time to read the Bible. And what I do is me and my sister share a room. And so I get myself ready, and then I work, wake her up, and while she gets ready, I read my Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to leave my room till she does, because she never cleans up after herself or turns off the light or anything. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Yeah. Um, so I just do that, and then, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my routine. Just that's a good routine. Yeah. Just making sure, uh, that my big thing is just, for me, is consistency. Right. i got to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get out of routine, and, and then it's it's really hard to get back on track once you're off. So it really, yeah. It's just easier to stay on track. Accountability is for sure. what, you know, me and my friends text each other all, ta- all the time, like, hey, you're reading your Bible, have you read your Bible today? Mm-hmm. Um, and even on the Bible app, we have plans with each other. And yes, you can see, I get the emails all the time. <laughs> and you can see if, like... Um, Finley Evans has just finished. Yeah, well, and you can see if your friend doesn't do it or not, so you can text them and remind them and be like, hey, do that. Is my yeah, knuckles yeah, yeah. popping loud? Can you hear it? Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, do you have anything else to add? Is that all the questions you had? I thought you yeah. said we had a lot more. I thought I did, too, but we had gotten through more than I thought we did. Because um, I pretty much – I wrote down two questions, but they're, like, the same. I said – what is it in, what's important to remember um, as a leader um, of any company? And then what is your best piece of advice to somebody running a company? Did I answer that one? No, not the best piece of advice one. Um, best piece of advice to giving somebody, just a leader you mean? Yeah. Like just or because a yeah, leader in that general. would probably be more applicable for people. Yeah. Uh, well, best piece of advice... 
Um, and I'm still learning. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know everything. I definitely don't know everything. In fact, I know very little, but I'm just, I'm just learning as I go. But I, what I, what I can say has been most impactful for me, um, you know, is just, like I said, leading by example, Mm -hmm. um, is super important. Um, but also another big thing that I've had to learn, um, is, Keeping your cool, keeping like just staying calm and realizing that and not like losing. I'm not talking about like losing your cool on people. I mean, that's not cool. Don't do that. But um, I'm talking more about um, remaining calm in stressful situations, not not letting things stress you out, because what has happened has happened. And what I need my what my job to do when there's a problem is to how do I fix it? How do I solve it? What's next? What's the next step? And so just to always be thinking ahead um, is is what I do. But keeping up with what you got to do, just, you know, I do different things. I have lists every day before I do anything. I write down a list of all the things I know I need to get done. Um, and so, like, staying organized, I think, is what I'm trying to say. Staying organized, leading by example, um, remaining calm in stressful situations, all that stuff uh, is super important. Yeah. Being a leader. Um. I, my word for the year was, um, to be present in like meaning like in the moment and not looking ahead because like I asked my mom all the time questions and she's like, Finley, that is on Friday and it is Sunday. Like, you know, right. we'll worry about that later. Yeah. Um, and like, we haven't even had breakfast yet and I'm like, what's for dinner? You know, just like yeah. being in the moment and like focusing on what is important. And unfortunately that's like our culture is just right. like our culture is so, um, almost just Busy. not content, like mm-hmm. with what you're doing right now. It's like you have to be what's next. Well, what's that's because it's not Jesus filled, right? But you know, just it is cool. Like that's one thing I've been trying to learn myself too is like living in the moment, being present. Yeah, it's huge. What was your word for the year? I don't know that I had a word for the year. Did you have like anything you were kind of sticking to, or no? Not really. Um, I guess you could say. Mm, I don't know. My, my, I mean, you could say consistency. That's my word. Yeah. Consistency. Um, it'll be my word from Verbal today contract. until the end of the year. Yeah. We're I, only um, in March. We're so. only in March. I still got time. But yeah, consistency. Consistency in all areas of my life. I'm just trying to be more consistent with yeah. things. Um, so consistency slash commitment. Yeah. That's my word. That's super cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a really fun conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. You should have had me on sooner, but it's okay. It's okay. We Just can kidding. can't change the past. We can change the future. There we go. There uh, we go. To many more Hear Me Out podcasts, follow her on Spotify. Like this podcast. Give it a five-star review. Um, you can donate by sending cash to our address. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can put it to my attention. <laughs> With attention, with Evans. Yeah. Um, tip. A yes. tip for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> we accept everything. Yeah. Okay. Non-refundable. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a great conversation, longest okay. conversation, which that is good. Um, people need to pause it in the middle and then continue later because they're not used to this long of podcast. Good. good. But yeah. Fun stuff. Until next time. Until we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Hear Me Out podcast today. Um, Don't forget that you can send in your own questions to my email, 
fins.here.me.out at gmail.com and I can answer your questions too. And I want to give a huge shout out to PodServe and their team for making this podcast happen. And thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are so awesome. See you guys next time.